What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to My Hope Center podcast, your place for motivation, hope, and empowerment. Have you ever had your, your car's warning lights or symbols turn on out of nowhere? You weren't expecting it, and all of a sudden they just turn it, and it just completely messed you up. Anybody ever had that happen? Uh, you know, I know some of you, I know the fellas, some of y'all were born mechanics and I know you came out the womb with a wrench in your hand and nothing's ever bothered you when those things turn on. You're just, just like, it's a man's job. You just get under there and you're just reconstructing the engine. I know. But for some of us that really don't know anything about that, you know, that can be a little frustrating and that could be a little worrisome. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when those, when you're just expecting your ride to just be smooth, all of a sudden, boop, tire pressure, boop, check the engine, you just see all of these things and it's looking like it's looking like Christmas lights just jumping at you (laughs) is it ever happened to you Uh, it's a worrisome thing when those things uh, you know I I I didn't plan on sharing this story, but, um, and I won't share who is it with it was with my sister I was got in her car she (laughs) I love you Ange I got in her car one day and I don't know what we were doing where we were going but she had to give me a ride somewhere we were driving together and uh, and I get in you know I get in the passenger she's driving we're having a good conversation and, and then all of a sudden I was like you know at, at that time the, the car was you know wasn't wasn't too old and I was just you know randomly just said so how's this car doing like how's everything I'm just, just sitting there and I'm just how's everything she was like this is this thing is great and all of a sudden boom the tire pressure came on she's like well it was doing good <laughs> You know, often life is the same way when you don't expect certain pressures and triggers to hit you. Sometimes it's because you procrastinated on some things. You know that maintenance sign has been there for about three months. I'm guilty of it. <laughs> you know your wife been telling you, take the car for some... I'm, I'm sharing a testimony, that's me. So often it's because of procrastination, so often it's because we overlook it, and oftentimes we just justify it and we just tell ourselves everything is okay. And it's not until those warning signs and those red flags come up that we begin to feel the weight and the pressure. And it happens oftentimes we're, we're just running and on the go and we're just going on a thousand in life and it's not until you're feeling like, oh, I never had this pain before in my body. All of a sudden, you just crash out of fatigue, and you wonder, where did this come from? But you know that it's been a slow and steady build to that exhaustion. So often, it's not until, oh, this is so good what I'm getting ready to share with you. I hope that my five catch this. It's not until you have to make a withdrawal out of something in your life that you realize there's nothing there. The balance is negative. It's not until you want to withdraw some love out of your relationship and your marriage and that thing is dry and empty because you haven't made deposits. This is good. This is good. It's not until you go before, you know you ain't been praying at all, you ain't been in the Word, and then you try to set some time to be before the presence of God and you wonder why you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling because you're trying to make a withdrawal when for the last year you haven't made any deposits. Is good. I know, I know. It starts a little rough. I'm going to help you though. Don't worry. It starts rough and then we get to a good place. 
I got to set the context up. So often, we try to make withdrawals out of places and things that we have not made investments in. And so we're wondering why our bodies are tired. We're wondering why our minds are tired. And you're just tired of being tired. We're wondering why our, our relationships are suffering. We're wondering why. Because we have misallocated the time that we needed to invest into those things into the wrong places and things. So it's become an issue of priority. It's become a, so when we're finding ourselves feeling pressure, exhaustion, and stress, I want to help somebody in this place so that in your 2020, you can realize where this thing is stemming from. And oftentimes is that we have misappropriated, we have misallocated, or we have invested into the wrong things, the wrong people, and the wrong seasons, and the wrong times. So in order for us to avoid, see, I, 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 I've told you the stress can be inevitable, uh, you know, exhaustion and, 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 and worry, all these things, you know, they, they happen for everyone. Yes, it happens to your pastor, but exhaustion, but, but, but uh, leading to burnout and having you completely stuck, you can prevent that and you can avoid that. And there are two things that I simply want to share with you today, but it really stems out of one main concept, and the concept is time. Time, 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 time. Time is so important. Time is so valuable. Time is the only thing in life that you cannot get back. You can get a new car, you can get a house back, you can get an apartment back, you can get that old thing back, your old relationship, you might be able to get that back. But the one thing you, you can get money back, the one thing you can't get back is time. Time is so important because what controls your time controls your life. Time management experts and philosophers are constantly reminding us that time is our life. Have you ever sounded this way? I can't even take a breather. I have no time. I can't get everything done because I don't have time. I am busy all the time, but I never feel like I'm getting anything important done. With so many pressures on my life, it can be hard to know what to do next because of time. When I take a day off, I feel like the day just goes by me because I feel like I didn't have enough time. Anybody ever experienced that? So I want to help someone in this place to appropriate and allocate your most valuable, one of the most valuable assets that you have into the right places, and that is your time. Because here's the reality, we will all want to accomplish this one thing, to feel like we are using our time, that we are properly stewarding and managing what God has given us in our time. Let's look at the scripture, because all throughout the Old and New Testament, it talks about time and the value of time, and how we need to assess and, 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 and really look at the the time of our life so I want us to throw this scripture I want us to read this in the book of Psalms here in chapter 90 verse 12 here it is the psalmist David he prayed a very bold important prayer and this is this is the prayer that we all should be praying as believers and here it is he said to God teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom so often we have this valuable, re when it comes to money, you need to have somebody teach you how to use that money, otherwise you will abuse of it. 
When it comes to relationships, I pray and hope that you have somebody to teach you about relation. When it comes to marriage, you should have somebody teach it. That's why it's so important to come to the church. It's much more than just a religious experience. This is a training ground right here to empower you in your finances, in your relationships, in your marriages, in your spiritual life, and even in your physical life. That's why we got hope fit. All of why this is an education and training center. Look at what it says. Teach us. But here's the thing, nobody teaches us how to use our time. So I want you to learn how to use your time. And I want you to pray the same prayer that, that Psalmist David said, pray. He said, pray, teach us to number our days. It says in the book of Psalm, moving on to the next verse, Psalm 39, 4, this is so good. He says, show me, Lord, my life's end. Here it is, and number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. We often live with a sense of procrastination. We often live with the sense, I'll get it done tomorrow. I'll do it next month. I'll get to it next year. Not realizing that our life and our time is fleeting. This is valuable, baby. You are not wasting your time when you come here. Do you think I'm up in here Sunday after Sunday and I don't miss a Sunday because I want to waste my time? No, I realize that this time is valuable in the presence of God. I take some time to be in the house of God because when I take this time, it sets me up for the entire week to have success, to have progression, to have encouragement. That's why I value this time. It's so important. Time is ticking. And when you realize that your days are numbered, I know you young and look good now, but can I tell you, <laughs> the law of gravity takes effect in some years. Watch out, baby. It's going to hit you. I know you young, you looking fly. I know you got it going on, but time changes everything. And so you have to steward your time. You have to also pray, Lord, teach me to number my days. Lord, teach me to use my time into the right place. Here it is, because we all want to accomplish this. And so what we have to learn is, 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 a, is a thing, and this is just one of the two points, is a thing called priorities. I want you to write that down if you're taking notes, priorities. Priorities, priorities, priorities. Priority is putting first things first. Priority is what is valued most and allocating the proper time into those things. Some of us, our relationship with God, our family, our children, our job, our career, everything's suffering because we are investing time in all these other things. And when we look, when, when, we, when we should be listing our priorities and we're looking, am I investing the right time into this? We see that there is a disconnect. And so priorities is absolutely vital. Can I tell you something about priority? Because there is a, there is a, there is a concept in the world, in society, I know we grew up thinking this way, we want our goal to be balanced, right? But we've heard that, right? Work-life balance. Can I tell you there is no such thing as balance? I'll explain to you why. Balance assumes that you can have everything at the same time and you can allocate the same amount of time, energy, and resources to everything equally all at the same time, and that is impossible. 
That is, that is like being on a tight rope for those that have seen those people that do tight ropes and they're juggling everything at the same time. Eventually something will fall through the cracks. So when I look at the Bible, there is no precedent, there is no concept of balance, but there is biblical priorities. There is a precedent of finding a rhythm with your priorities. So there's a difference between balance and rhythm of priorities. So I want us to look at the scripture because this is really gonna help you. Is this good, by the way, so far? Is this good? All right, let's, let's look at the scriptures because this is, this is gonna help you, all right? <laughs> so good because this rocked my world. I used to be the one, I just want balance and everything. And I was finding, I was frustrated because I could not reach that balance. And then I went to the scripture and see that it doesn't talk about balance, but it talks about priorities and aligning priorities and finding, finding a rhythm with priorities. So here it is, here is priorities. Matthew 6, 33, this is Jesus teaching uh, several parables in Matthew chapter six, and then he teaches his disciple, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all. What is all? Relationship, job, business, career, you know, uh, social media, and going out, excursions, vacation, and shopping, and all these things will align. This is teaching us about priority. He says, seek first. But here is, this is why we get frustrated. I want to help somebody. Oftentimes for us, our life verse is, seek first money. And then the kingdom of God. Seek first pleasures. Seek first fun. Seek first everything else and maybe then I'll seek the kingdom. And then we find ourselves at a deficit, broke, busted, and disgusted. Because, baby, the priorities are all over the place. So the word teaches us about priority. It says, seek first his kingdom, meaning as in his rule, his reign. What is, what is his priority? Being in the presence of God, the things that he values the most. He's saying, put those things first in your life. That's why, as for me and my family, coming to the ministry, even if we weren't pastors before we were pastor, it was absolutely priority to be in the presence of God as a family. It is absolutely priority for us to pray with our family every night. It's absolutely priority for me to read to my daughters every night. It is absolutely priority for me besides counseling, teaching, training, and, and, and giving advice to the entire world and, doing, and, and, and preaching here and there and traveling and doing this and that. What's priority for me is that I make sure that I invest the time in my wife and in my daughter. I have to look at all of these priorities and above all of that, seek first the kingdom of God. That's why it's priority for me to be in the presence of God on a daily basis. I have to be before God because I would not be able to have the strategy, the clarity, the wisdom, the anointing to do everything else that I do in life. See, see, I've tried to do it on my own strength, Brother Mondo. I've tried, to, I've tried it before. I really thought I could handle all the things in life by, by myself, my own strength, my own talents and abilities, and God humbled me and he taught me a lesson. Boy, you better seek the kingdom first. 
Because when you place him as priority, then you get the wisdom, then you get the clarity, then you get the instruction, then you get the strength, then you get the power and the anointing that you need for all. Pastor, I don't know how you this all this. I don't know how you do it. You're there week after week, you got all this going on, you got your family, you got an endless supply of kids. How do you do it? Seek first the kingdom of God. I don't have any other revelation today. I don't know if you came seeking something deeper, more profound. I apologize. Excuse me. But I, I, but, but I, I just have to give you this because this is the thing that radically transformed my life. When I, be, when I, when I consulted with him first, when I will seek his presence first, when I will run to him first before any decision, before making a, a decision based on emotion, my feeling, my intellect, my own wisdom. I, I went to the word. I went to his presence. I sought him in fasting. See, see, it says, acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths. The Bible declares in Proverbs, lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him. Seek first the kingdom of God. So what does he value time in his presence? What does he value being in his word? What does he value serving him? He is the king of the kingdom. So in a kingdom, he rules and he reigns. God, whatever it is that you're leading me to do, I'm going to do that first. I'm going to get to everything else. I'm going to accomplish everything else. I'm going to be ambitious. I'm going to strive. I'm going to go after that dream, after that vision. But I want to seek your kingdom first. What is it that you want me to do? When is it that you want me to do it? How is it that you want me to do it? You are the king you are and so because of that I will follow your rule and your reign that's why he says seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness meaning that you are striving in Christ Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit striving to be in right standing with God he's already declared you righteous but now but now but now being, being a, a child of God that is striving and going and pursuing to seek his kingdom. Seek the kingdom first. Seek the kingdom. So priorities. Priorities. There is never enough time to do everything, but the, there is always enough time to do what is important. I'm going to say it again for those in the back. There is never enough time to do everything, but there is always enough time to do what is important. So we get out of balance, we get misaligned, we become frustrated when we seek everything else first and lastly seek his king. We suffer when we invest, I want to help marriages out, I told you I was going to be teaching. We suffer when we invest in everything else. And then we just treat our marriage as common, just being like, they're gonna be there, they know my heart, they know everything I got going on. <clears throat> we suffer when we work hard, never spend time with our children, and then see them, they're resentful, and they look at you, and y'all are not connected at all. And then you're wondering, why is it I'm providing for them? They should know that I love them based on can I really help you today? Giving presence is wonderful, but being present is even better.
you're hearing from somebody this testimony from somebody that is probably one of the most ambitious people you'll ever meet. When you have a conversation with me, y'all know how big I go with everything. I say, go big or go home. Go hard at everything that you do. I'm talking about I, everything that I do, I do it with my, ev everything that is within me. But I have committed that I will not reach the world and lose my family. I have committed that I will not go after all of these things and neglect the call of God over my life. Neglect my relationship with Jesus. Why? Priorities, 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 priorities. When you, I want you to analyze right there where you are. What, what, what are your priorities? Don't, you don't gotta shout them out. Just I want you to reflect. I told you this was gonna be some teaching. What are your priorities? Not, what you're, not what's been your priority, because if you look at, look at what you've been investing the most time in, some of you are like, eh, I really shouldn't be investing all that time in there. Some of y'all really shouldn't be turning up. Y'all know y'all broke, you ain't got no time, you struggling. And then some of y'all just investing time, then you just looking every week for the turn. It's like, nah, you but, but can I, can I talk? That's why God has placed me as your pastor and as a spiritual father. Can I talk to you the, the realities of it? Some of y'all just looking for adventures and it's just like <laughs> priorities, baby. Priorities. Prior your life is fleeting. <laughs> the things that you need to do now, God says, don't wait for tomorrow. It is not promised to you what you have to do now, baby. Get the stepping on it. You better put a pep in your step. You better get some confidence after today and say, you know what? I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of wasting my time and investing in broke relationships and broke people that are not investing back in me or not helping me. I need to do something with my life. God has not died. He did not die, shed his blood, crucified, and then resurrect for me to live a life that is broken and suffering without hope and purpose. I want to let somebody know that he resurrected for you to have joy to live a life with purpose I wish I had somebody to live a life with a destiny to live a life that is purposeful to live a life of impact to live a life that would change the world my God, I wish I had some world changers and some history makers that know I ain't got time to waste. I ain't got time to play around. I ain't got time to play with boyfriends, girlfriends. I need to get married. I need to move on with my life. I need to move on with my ministry. I ain't playing. I ain't got time to waste. I ain't got time to play games. Tell me, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next month, I'll do it next year. God said the time, if this is the prophetic word for somebody under the unction of the Holy Spirit, I want to let you know that the time is now. My God, I feel this thing. You've been waiting, God, when is my time? When is my time? God said the time is now. You've been waiting on God, he waiting on you. The time is now, the time is now, the time is now.
now. The time is now. The time is now. It's so precious. It's so precious. When you align, when you when you figure out your priorities, all right, here are my priorities. This is what I need to be investing my time in. This is where I need to allocate my time, my talent, and my treasure. It is about time, but it also is about investing the resources in it. It is a time putting my talent, my energy, my passion, all that I am, I put it in. And then what do I do from there, Pastor? I'm so glad that you asked. Then you have to plan time for your priorities. The second word is planning. I had two P's, and they may sound like cuss words for some of y'all. Priorities and planning, because y'all ain't had none. <laughs> Priorities and then planning. <sighs> Proverbs 21.5. Look at what the scripture says. The plan of the diligent lead to profit. As surely as haste, laziness, procrastination, excuses leads to poverty. We can't take full charge of our time by just simply acknowledging our priorities. You have to plan time for your priorities. You can leave this message inspired and be like, that was off the chain, man. That was for me and that was for my husband and my wife. That was for my neighbor. That was for everybody. <laughs> but you can leave this week and not implementing this word. And I, and I pray that you don't. How do you implement this word? After today, actually allocating time for your priorities. So can I help you out? That means you have to plan time for God. And don't let anything get in the way of it. I have a certain time that I pray and I'm in the presence of God. My wife, no, she better handle every fire. She better handle every mess at that time. But I pick a time where normally people are sleeping. I'm, I'm praying late at night, but she already knows that's my time to be in the presence of God. Because my life, if you, if, 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 if you allow it, the pressures of life will pull you in every direction that you would just live an unstable life. And you're wondering, I'm a master of, uh, I'm a jack of all trades, but a master of none. I can do everything, but I'm not focused. Because the key to focus and concentration is elimination. Sometimes you have to cut out some things to be able to focus. And so you've got to plan time with God. If you're seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness, plan time for God. Can I help you? You should plan time for family and friends. Because if you don't allow your family and friends will pull you in every direction, we got to be here, we got to be there, we got to go over here, we, and then you just find yourself over here, you find yourself over there, you find, and then you're just exhausted. So you got to plan time for your friends and your family. You've got to plan time for work and or school. You've got to plan the time. This is when I'm going to uh, do my assignments. This is when I'm going to meet my deadline. You actually look at your schedule. Can I give somebody a profound revelation on your phone? There are reminder apps. Some of y'all, you know who frustrate me the most? Those who be talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm taking mental notes, Pastor. I take mental notes. You don't know what, you can't remember what you ate yesterday. Talking about mental notes. Baby, here's the revelation for some of you. Write your reminders down. I know that was a tough word. Even my five left me. Then, <laughs> even my five were like. <laughs> Talking about mental notes. 
I can't, I can't stay. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm teaching and I'm training people and they just sit there. I can't take a waiter that don't write down my orders. <laughs> I look at them, I was like, you gonna write it down? You got to, the pressures of life, it's so much going on. Use the resources that are at your disposal. Use reminder apps. Use your sticky notes. Use those things to plaster what it is that you have to do. Plan the time out. Plan the time for work and school. Here it is. Plan time for your health. Plan time for your health. In 2020, I'm going to get my summer body right, but you ain't planning no time for it. Shout out to Hope You've got to plan. You've actually in advance, not the day before. Not no no. Plan it in advance. You got to plan time for your health because you say you say you know what? Now nah, I'm gonna just keep going. I'm gonna keep going, and then you're gonna be uh, experiencing a burnout. Your body experiencing all type of pain. Then you're going to the doctor. They're telling you, you got something serious because you just ignored the signs. So you actually have to plan time for your health. The way that we live in the United States, it is absolutely ridiculous. Everything is on the run. Everything is fast and easy. Everything is about convenience and everything is processed. Everything that's out there is just flashy and it's not good for us. So you have to plan around these things. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. You've got to plan time for your household chores and maintenance. Simple agreements. I know this word for my married folks. Some of y'all already tell you like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna look at them. <laughs> you actually got the plan time for me because how many know you just say I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and then it used to see everything sagging up. I know I got that testimony, I got that testimony, I got that testimony, I got that testimony. My wife right there, so I ain't gonna be lying up here. See, things just accumulate and just add them. So you've got to actually have conversations. This is the time that I'm going to spend time in my household towards the main. Here it is. This is my time for ministry. These are all things. See, we, see, the excuse is I just, I just don't have time. No, the question is how are you stewarding and managing your time? You will make time for the things that you value most. <laughs> Thank you for the two in the front. You will, you will make, it is unbelievable the things that people will do when it's something that you, they really want. And we, but we can make excuses for our priorities. And so we have to manage properly. Here it is, this is so good. Because as I mentioned, we are a ministry. Shout out to my whole force. Y'all know we go hard. I'm talking about there's no dream that we don't believe we can accomplish. There's no goal that we don't meet. I'm talking about we go hard in the paint. Nothing can hold us back. We go after it. But I also encourage everyone in this place, plan time to rest. That's a word you don't hear often. You've got to plan time to rest. Relax, recreation. We see precedent that even Jesus himself will go off after ministering to the multitudes, healing, providing, counseling, teaching. Bible will tell us he will go with his disciples and they will go off to a separate place. 
so they could rest. And when God looked at everything he created, he took the last day. Here you are talking about Team No Sleep. You look like Team No Sleep. You look like it. <laughs> Falling asleep in service. <laughs> I love you. I love you all. Go hard. Be ambitious. Go after it. Go after your ministry. Go after your career. Go after that. every vision and every dream. But plan time to rest. You're going to need it. 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 So you've got to plan these things. You've got to plan these things. All right, for sake of time, because I know this message today, Lord have mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'll close with this. One of the things that when we have priorities and when we plan, here's what I want you to avoid. The frustration and the pressure that comes from disappointment. Disappointment is when our expectations and our realities don't meet. When there's a distance or a disconnect, meaning as in, I expected this to happen. This is, these are my priorities. And then you plan and you're planning everything. Like you're leaving here, you're gonna be inspired. You're gonna get yourself a planner for 2020. I'm sorry, you're gonna leave this place being like, I have to plan things out. But I want to set you up in the right way after you, you implement these different tools that maybe some of those things may not come to pass. And then we can end up feeling a sense of disappointment because here were my expectation and here is my reality and they're not aligning. So I want to help you as I close this message for today in priority and in planning that there may be some things that don't go the way that you anticipate or hope for. But what I want to encourage you with is the following scripture is not on the screen but just listen to it as I read it out loud Hebrews 12 2 it says fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith for the joy set before him he endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of God frustration Disappointment can be devastating. This is what I hoped for. This is what I desired. And this is what's happening. See, because often the priorities in planning also depend on people. So what happens when people fail you? What happens when money fails you? I had hoped to be here. I, I planned on it. I'm talking about I had the savings and then I got hit with this unexpected expense. And then you're dealing with this. I had hope. I spoke to my spouse and we had the conversation to be aligned and to move differently. But then they act in a fool and you're disappointed. I want to help you out so that you don't stay stuck in those moments and the way that you don't stay stuck is fixing our eyes on Jesus. So when my spouse fails me after I planned, I'm still fixing my eyes on Jesus.
So when church folks, they make a mistake or they don't do things the way I had hoped, I'm still fixing my eyes. That means I'm focusing on him and not what everybody else is doing or what they're not doing, whether they're acknowledging me or not acknowledging me, whether they're helping me or whether they're leaving me, whether they're abandoning me or whether I have everybody with me, whether my finances are looking good or it looks like I'm in lack, Whatever it is that I'm going through, I will fix my eyes on Jesus. Disappointment can come when we put too much stake into everything else. But you will avoid that when you fix your eye. They act in a fool and you acknowledge it. But you say, I'm going to still fix my eyes on Jesus. We talked about this and we thought we were going to get it together. They're still not getting it. I'm still fixing my eyes on Jesus. He is the, other translations say, the author and consumer of our faith. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. My business ain't going the way I had planned. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. I'm not where I thought I would be physically. Fixing my eyes on Jesus. Because here it is, when everyone else fails you and disappoints you, he will never fail you or disappoint you. Come on, would you celebrate him today if you love him and say thank you that you're faithful. Thank you for being true to your word. Thank you for not being like man. Thank you that you are reliable. Once again, thanks so much for tuning into today's message. I pray that it was a blessing to you. I'm so glad that you were able to hear today's message, but can I tell you there's nothing like the live experience. Would you join us on a Sunday afternoon at 1.30? We meet at Greenbelt Middle, 6301 Breezewood Drive in Greenbelt, Maryland. And so I want you to be there. I want you to get connected. You can find out more information on our social media at My Hope Center on every platform. And also you can check out more information at myhopecenter.org. I hope to see you soon. So until then, peace, love, and God bless.